You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so bad. <laughs> Open the door. Open the door. Open the door. Open the door, but don't let the bugs in. Open the glass door. I'm suffocating. Open the window. <laughs> Open that window. Let it out. This is East Side Story, and I'm your host, Chiang Ng. Each week, I sit down with an Asian or Asian-American artist working in the New York theater scene, and I excavate their life story. How they grew up, how they got their start in theater, as well as projects they've worked on and upcoming work that we should anticipate. So this is a bonus episode for Eastside Story, and because we're up here in Connecticut, Salem, Connecticut. Yeah. So I have three guests with me. Let's like go. <laughs> Do you remember that? It's just starting now. Like, wait, what? <laughs> How much did we get from before that? I know. All of it. The whole like farting oh thing. God, I'm so sorry. Oh my there. God, it's fully in there. <laughs> Jamie is beaming. He's so proud. He's not embarrassed at all. So one of my guests is Kuhu Verma, who was on episode one. Say hi. Hi there. And then I also have Jamin Nandakumar. Yes. I said it right. Okay, you looked at me. Uh, Yes, Jamin Nandakumar, something we... Okay. Are you farting again? No. It was because we're walking outside my room. It happened one time. (laughs) It caught me by surprise. One time, but it was... And my third guest is Kimberly Chatterjee. And we are up here in Salem, Connecticut, doing a workshop on my show, The Golden Threshold. And let's just talk about, like, how has the process been for all of you? Amazing. I mean, you don't really have to say it because I'm here. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's been Um, wonderful. it's It's been awesome to get away and, and, and all be in the same space. Yeah. Truly 24 hours a day. Yeah. Um, thankfully we're not wanting to kill each other yet. Yeah. Quite yet. yet. We're like, what, it's four, early. four days in? Yeah, yeah. we have like eight days. Um, <laughs> but it, it just gives us the time to, to really focus in on the show and also get to know our community members too, you know, yes. as like the small South Asian. That's something I'm so curious know. about. Like how big is the South Asian community in New York? Um, the theater scene in New York and do you guys get to work with each other a lot? Well, that's the thing that I find very interesting. I was telling Kuhu yesterday, I don't get to work with a lot of South Asian artists very often other than the occasional reading. Mm-hmm. Um, I mostly do straight plays and I do just for whatever reason, it's been with mostly all white or mostly white casts. Mm-hmm. So I actually don't know a lot of the South Asian community. I definitely didn't go to school with anyone who is South Asian. So, um, this has been very exciting to not only get to know everyone here who I vaguely actually did know everyone who's here at this reading, Mm -hmm. but to hear everyone else talk about who they know and learn more about about the community through their conversations and stories has been very exciting. Mm -hmm. What about you? 
Um, similarly so, a, a lot of what I do is um, kind of like the fun featured brown person that's like, you know, taking this revival and making it new. Right. Um, do you ever feel tokenized in that way? Um, so we're like jumping in. Sometimes, the, y- the yes. But it, it um, yes, but I can't say that I'm wildly upset about it. Elaborate. I don't know, because it, it, it does give me the chance to play parts that like, you know, Normally, that are really like, good for me that I just like, you know, have never been on my platter before. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently I have been, I think I like got inducted into like the South Asian theater community. <laughs> and now that people have my name, it's been, you know, it yeah. gets passed around and now... Um, I'm seeing a lot more of my wonderful friends out here. Yeah. And Kuhu? Most of the things that I do are not South Asian, like, based mm-hmm. or, like, not South Asian stories. So, but it's weird, like, the two things that I have done that are, like, a South Asian show specifically have, like, the first one showed me half of the South Asian actors that I wanted to know, and the other one showed me the other half with some overlap and I think like now there's only one or two percent of South Asian actors in New York that I don't know yeah but it only took two shows for me to like get all of that like and fish that really really wide net right away that is so crazy that the that community is so small absolutely I mean it's like small but it's also really fucking big like there's a lot a lot a lot of us and like I think I mean I've heard a lot of people using the language of you know, I'm auditioning for this part, and it's, like, for a specifically Indian part, so I won't be up against much, and that's absolutely oh, incorrect. That's <laughs> there are so There's many. There's so many. Us. I get so nervous going in for Indian things. I'm like, oh, my God, there's going to be one billion fierce Indian people there. <laughs> totally. I mean, yeah, and I'm still meeting more every single day, but, you know, just the people that I knew, it was, like, yeah, it... it, it strengthened very, very quickly. And isn't crazy that, like, the, the industry at least thinks that they they don't exist. Not that they don't exist, Mm -hmm. but has the opinion of like, oh, there's just a few of them and those are the only ones I know and that's that's it. But POC also, you know, say that and use language like that and Mm -hmm. kind of spread that understanding of demographic. How does that affect um, your perception on the way you work in the industry and how does that affect you as an individual? Well, for me, it's very interesting because I did not grow up culturally Indian. I had some cultural Indian influence because of I grew up in a heavily Indian area and my Indian grandparents passed away fairly early on in my life. But when they were around, I had that influence. But like, mm. I never learned the language. I was never exposed to the religion. So like, it actually wasn't shocking to me when I came to New York that I wasn't going in for Indian cultural roles because I was like, right, that's not what I bring to the table in terms of like, the stories that I'm telling or like the energy that I bring. Hello? Uh, oh, we're recording something. Love you. Meet the everyone. Truly at Truly at Yeah, so for me, it's been interesting because like it's something that I really want to learn about, but finding a community that's like, oh, I want to induct you versus like, I need you to have this already. Mm-hmm. I have felt... When I've gone in for Indian projects, it's for Indian producers and teams, which is dope. But they're not interested in inducting. They're like, I want my people that know this already. Mm. And that has been actually some of the more traumatic audition experiences I've had than a lot of the white rooms I've been in. I'm like, you don't speak this. You don't know this. You've never been to India. You have to go. And I'm like, I just came in here to do my 16 bars. <laughs> and now I'm being read for Phil. by a room full of brown people. <laughs> Yeah. You, can I speak on that? Yeah. Just a little bit. I don't want to take too much time, but like, yeah. Um, some of the rooms yeah. that 
they will outwardly say like you're absolutely not indian enough or authentic enough to be in this show and they'll start asking you echoing you they'll start asking you questions that are really humiliating yeah wow. you would never ask someone like what their health history is or like what genetic makeup they are mm-hmm. you know like you can't do that's that. also illegal yeah, yeah. absolutely illegal. but it feels like because in indian rooms it feels like there's some kind of like racial safety that's happening mm. where it's like oh we're all family here just because we're all indians which is not true. I still, this is a professional space. Right. So. I don't know you. Yeah. Right. And even though you look like Ken, it doesn't mean you, that you are. Right. And so for you to ask me, like, do you speak this language and, like, speak it to me right now? And, like, mm. is your mom from this place or that place is so inappropriate. Right. Because mm. there's also, there's there's small talk. There's there's walking into a room of people that you feel akin to for whatever reason, whether it's, like, age or race or or the state they're from or the school they went to. And you're like, Oh look, we're vibing. We're having a conversation. I've been in those rooms too, but, and I guess I'll speak specifically to musicals. When Mm -hmm. I've gone in for Indian musicals, I have walked out feeling like not good enough, not separate from my talent, just as as a person. Wow. And and you think that is, that is because of the room and, and and the creatives behind the table. I think no, because, like, I have to take ownership for myself, but I think those are the rooms that I walk in being like, I know I'm going to have to answer for something that I already feel insecure about. Mm. And that, like, that sometimes happens in other rooms where people ask me about my background and how do you say your last name? And I'm like, literally exactly how it's spelled, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm already insecure about my lack of cultural knowledge. And I know I'm going to walk into this room and it's not going to be like, great, I'm so happy you're here. Let's do the work. It's going to be like, let's dive into our family thing because we're kin and it's like yeah. uh, I actually can't I already know I can't give you that right how about you Jamin do you think that uh, echoing what Kimberly and Kuhu are discussing do you ever feel that and what is your background I um, also realize I'm half Sri Lankan which also I mean like per, there, there are no and I'm half white mm. so like the, my entire South Asian makeup is not Indian actually right. um, and so f- the, 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 there is no Sri Lankan musicals Musical. and stuff out there. Everything that I'm going in not for yet. is not yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, <laughs> but everything that I go in for is an Indian show. And like, I kind of have this weird thing where I feel like I'm Indian because mm-hmm. I'm expected to show up and like, know, you know, languages and the mm-hmm. geography and, and the history. And like, I know my general sense as much as people who study history or like mm-hmm. learn history, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it, it just kind of, placed a weird uh split screen in my in my mind about and that's that's i think that's really interesting do you ever feel pressured like for example this process that we're going through Mm -hmm. i mean you are playing an indian character do you ever feel like i'm not indian i really shouldn't be playing an indian character do you ever feel that pressure do you feel like i feel pressure for like oh gosh i might have to ask how to to, or or look this up to how to like say this you know or if we're doing like a cold read of a new scene and there's Mm -hmm. like you know a word or a phrase or a a a custom or something that i you know, looking at me, they think, oh, he should, he should be the, the mm. reference person in the room for this. Mm. Um, and there have been, not, not, not in this um, room or this space, but there have been other projects that I've been in a part, that I've been a part of where, you know, creative team members will look to me and say, you become the cultural <laughs> say, consultant. Say, say like, uh, oh, this happened at this time in India, right? And I'm like, I'm not Indian. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but even, even if you are, even if you yeah. are, back to that conversation, yeah. Yeah. even if you are, I'm assuming everybody grew up here in America, mm-hmm. like all for, uh, first, second generation, second generation, first gen, first gen. Well, for the most part, like I was born in India. Right, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So everybody has 
a very different background growing up, and we can't all be held to a certain standard of like understanding completely a certain culture. Like Mm -hmm. you are an individual, you are not representative of an entire group of people. Mm -hmm. Right. You bring your individual experiences to the room. You bring your individual knowledge to the room. So you should never be. Which is why this has actually been so amazing because Arpita has been so open, even back from when we did the thesis or before the thesis, Mm -hmm. when who and I did like some song presentations at school, like just like so openly talking about history and movements and people, because I literally did not know one thing. Mm-hmm. I did Me not neither. know one thing. Me neither. So yeah. all these names, I like write them down. I look them up. There's a book sitting on my bed right now yeah. that she talked about. And I was like checking that out mm-hmm. because i but it's like, this is the first, I want to say first predominantly South Asian I've been in where I feel like I don't have to feel stupid for being like, how do I pronounce that? Am I saying that right? You have the or permission if, like, to learn. Or if an act, if I say something wrong, like Mithu was like helping me pronounce a word, she's like, it's actually this. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. This is a group of people who are like trying to, and who knows if it's because there are also like white characters. Like, I don't, but it also just feels like that's how Arpitha works. She's like, I'm the dramaturg and the director. I want mm-hmm. everyone to yeah. be on the same page yeah. of the history. And it's been so freeing. Can I just say, I really admire that about you actually. Is like, I really admire like how willing you are to learn because I, f- I feel like I, feel less of a responsibility to learn this stuff, which mm-hmm. I know even less than you probably about. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel less of a, an urgency and less of a responsibility to learn it. And so I find myself in these rooms where I have this sense of entitlement that, like, mm-hmm. I'm Indian. I grew up around Indians. I grew up listening to Indian music. Mm-hmm. My entire family, you know, right. I'd be a guy go back every year. And then I forget to, like, learn about my country and, like, know right. actually anything that's happening politically or has happened Outside of your experience. Outside, right. of, mm-hmm. outside of, like, the cultural and mm-hmm. the emotional ties that I have right. with it. And it's like, I actually don't know this country at all. Right. So I really admire that, like, right. and it's actually really inspiring. You've inspired me a lot in the last couple of days that we've been working on this together to be like, right. why am I not trying harder to, like... Well, it's, it, yeah. that also feels very, like, normal, too, because how many Americans, like, know the history of America? You know what I mean? Totally, like, totally. I also it has to be said, I'm a history nerd. My mm. my mother, my white mother, is a, also a history nerd. So like, I've been I told them already, but I've been texting her every day with like more info about the house, <laughs> sending her pictures. She's been texting me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love learning that stuff and the cult that stuff, the cultural stuff. I can't really learn in a book. So like, I totally. I can just sort of absorb from like how you all talk about it. But that's the stuff I'm like never gonna have. Mm-hmm. Unless I magically reconnect with my family I've never met in India and mm-hmm. like go there. Mm-hmm. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChapaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
So that's it. But that's the stuff I like to just sit and listen to. The other day, a bunch of people were in here just like talking about actors they know, talking about places in India they've been to. And I was like, this is lovely. But this is, this is the stuff that like I can't quote unquote learn. Mm-hmm. And, since this, and since this is a bonus episode, so we're going to wrap it up. Really oh, yeah, quickly, yeah, yeah. I, before we leave, I would love to ask uh, each one of you if you can share one thing that you love to take away from or are going to take away from um, are currently experiencing just during this time that we're here mm-hmm. that you'd like to share with whoever's listening that has to do with you personally. It can be a really mm-hmm. tiny little thing. It can be related to the production. It can be related to, it really is like whatever experience that you think you'd like to share on tape. Mm-hmm. Um, who would like to go first? Jamin. Well, I mean, I think it's kind of like, it's kind of what Kimberly was saying about, how, like we we have the chance here where we literally are all staying next to each other in the same house that we are able to end rehearsal and go have these conversations like that's the kind of com- like instead of going to the bar with your friends outside of the production right. yeah. you remain here and you have ta- conversations about the show and you have conversations about you know similar cultures mm-hmm. and, and you can learn from them and you can contribute and I just think it's been super special to also just like build an ensemble. I think it makes the show better. Um, yeah. yeah. Having, having the after rehearsal time, family dinners, yeah, <laughs> the gratitude that. pot. Yeah. The gratitude pot is something very special here. And it, it, it's a, basically we pass throughout the day. If you feel thankful for anything or, you know, truly anything from like the trees outside <laughs> to something very specific that somebody's done, you can write on a little slip of paper anonymously, stick it in the pot, and then during dessert at our family dinners also, which are so cute, yeah. <laughs> um, we read the slips one by one, and it's just a great way to end the day and and celebrate and, and, yeah. celebrate and connect. And uh, thank you, everyone here at Live and in Color. <laughs> yes, shout out to Live and yeah. in Color. Shout out to Live and Color. Kimberly, anything you want to share? Um, what do I want to share? My brain is melted. <laughs> Because of allergies, so I literally just shut down. She's um, a true story. Sniffling, I literally look like day. an eight-year-old, but still sounded fierce <laughs> and gave us beats. Thank you so much. Um, so I'll just say whatever comes in my brain. I would say that I am excited to take away like I don't have to like try. Like I'm not interested in trying to be an impressive personality, to be funny, to be pretty, to be cool, mm. to be. Like, I'm just like I'm, like just excited to be for eight more days. Mm. I feel a lot of pressure in this industry to bring certain sides of myself to certain spaces because that's what's called upon or expected or, or will make you the most successful, blah, blah, blah. And something about being out in these woods amongst (laughs) the coyotes and the mosquitoes and the ticks and the ticks and (laughs) the harvest moon. (laughs) I'm excited to just be myself and see what that means. Mm -hmm. Cool. I think that I'm really, really thankful for the amount of listening and generosity that I've experienced so far. I think that there's something about a group of people that are from such different backgrounds, but still all people of color, you know, and looking around and understanding different ways to heal each other without any ego. And especially like what Jamin said, living together and working together at the same time, it's an unsaid contract that we're going to take care of each other through life, through the mornings, through the nights, mm-hmm. as well as during the rehearsal. 
and have an extraordinary amount of patience that you don't see mm. a lot of the times. It goes beyond professionalism mm-hmm. and veers very, very dangerously and beautifully into like the job of humanity. Mm-hmm. And so I've really enjoyed that. Mm. Queen. A queen. Well said. I love all of you here. Thank you for doing this podcast. Thank you for doing this bonus episode. Thank you for doing this workshop. I think that both Eric and I have have been and are still learning so much from each and every one of you. And rehearsals has been incredible. It's been such a joy. Really invigorating. Yes. And we're really thankful. Thanks for writing a thing that allows us to do this. Thank you. Did you like that episode of Eastside Story? If you did, follow us on Instagram at Eastside Story Pod and at Chiang Music. Go on to Apple Podcasts, rate us, review us, and don't forget to subscribe. Or if you're a Spotify user, you can also click the follow button. Even better, you can tell someone about the podcast. And the best part, they don't even have to be Asian. <laughs> Thank you so much for your support, and I'll see you next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.